Hello, welcome back to the Dreamers Manual podcast. My name is Julie Calcote, and I am an online business manager and creative business strategist working with women-owned online six and seven-figure businesses to help you find the strategy and the freedom that you've been wanting. Now you could see from the title, this is how I also grew my business, affectionately internally called Manifesting 101. And I have to say, this episode is really outside of my comfort zone and who knows if it'll ever see the light of day, but (laughs) here I am recording it. It has been sitting in my scheduled to be recorded file for a very long time. And I think it's funny because I am a private and introverted person. Like if you know me in real life and we're friends, I have, it's TMI all the way. But in a more public space, I tend to be very much on the reserve side and not sharing things like this. But I also think it's important to share modalities and tools and things that help me get to where I wanted to be with my business because it wasn't just one thing or the other. It's a combination of things and it feels at some point disingenuous to say, I took this course, but I also did this other thing that to me was equally impactful and had an equal weight in getting me to where I wanted to go. So talking about what I would call the woo or manifesting law of attraction, those types of things, it's something that I really grew up with. So not much in this field surprised me. I didn't have a bunch of roadblocks to be able to open up to it. It was always there and accessible for me. Not all these tools because I don't even know if they existed back then or if I just didn't know about some of them. But today I'm going to be talking about what specific tools, books, sessions, things helped me grow my business. I would also probably share a caveat that where I might have a certain amount of information in this category just from experiencing it over a long period of time, by no means I would interpret that as being an expert in this field. I just consider myself on the same path of manifesting as everyone else and enjoying the journey. I also don't think that everybody gets to an understanding of law of attraction or manifesting or to a certain place in their life with the same tools. We're lucky that there's many different teachers, many different ways of learning and understanding these concepts. And so just because something worked for me doesn't mean it would work for you, but it doesn't mean that there isn't something there or that you can't learn more about that concept or that modality from a different person. So don't give up. If I say something that you're intrigued in, but the specific person or author or what have you doesn't resonate, there's probably somebody has created a beautiful take on it and a quick Google search should point you in the right direction. So if you're just getting started and you've heard this word manifesting or creating your dream life or law of attraction, for me, I always like to recommend that people start with something like Esther and Jerry Hicks because you'll find that a lot of concepts, I think, flow from what they've taught. Like that movie, The Secret, was really based on information that they provided. And they asked to not be part of that movie. But the concepts are still there, right? 
So if you look up their books, there's a ton, Money in the Law of Attraction. The Vortex is one that I always have in my audiobook selections so I can go back and listen to it whenever I need that little boost. Now, here is how I view sort of Law of Attraction and the nuance behind it. From my understanding, it's not just the wanting of the thing, right? You could want a new job or a car or, you know, something that's not even a physical manifestation. But I think where sometimes people get lost is that they focus on the wanting of that thing. And what you're really telling yourself is that you don't have it. So instead of feeling the feelings like you would if you had it and how amazing that would be, and what it would feel like to hold it or experience it or to show up every day to your dream job, you're focused on the absence of it, the lack, the not there, the feelings that come with it not being there. And it's like that saying, what you focus on increases. So really generating those positive feelings is so important in the process of manifesting. I think it's also important to speak about contrast because just because someone lives in a state of manifesting or law of attraction or flow doesn't mean that things that our minds might interpret as negative are going to come into our experience. I believe we need that contrast to see more clearly more of what we do want, even if it's not extremely negative. Like we might have a car and say, I I like this car, but if I had a different car, when I buy a new car, it's going to have this, this, and this. We wouldn't know that without the experience of having it in the first place or experiencing it. And so in the same way, if we experience someone rude or take a program that we don't end up liking, that's information that can then readjust us and point us to more of what we really are seeking. So anyway, that's all part of the journey. Now, when I first started my online business, you guys might know, especially if you followed along, I started out as a virtual assistant and I took a course from Michaela Quinn. The time was called, I think, Overwhelmed to Overbooked. And the name has changed now, but the content is just as amazing as is Michaela. I'll link that in the show notes. But at the same time, I had these thoughts in place and sort of mental blocks that I couldn't think my way out of. If you've ever experienced this where you know logically something just doesn't make sense, but like emotionally and physically, you just can't get beyond it. I found a modality. I was introduced to a modality called Rapid Transformational Therapy or RTT. And it's basically like a very targeted hypnosis. So I found a practitioner and set up a time and went to them to talk through this specific issue I had about just like not being able to take the steps to grow the business. And instead of internalizing this and telling myself, just do it. Oh, you're, you know, you're just lazy. You just, you know, don't want to take the action to do these things. I knew there was something deeper going on. I think sometimes we can get stuck in that first loop of thoughts. Like, I don't know why I can't force myself to do this thing. And it goes deeper than that. And it's a kindness to yourself to investigate a little bit more what that might be. Now, I'm not saying that something like RTT is a, an immediate fix or a quick fix or a cure-all. But I also believe that sometimes going through therapy and talking things out, well, it can be extremely helpful Sometimes you can get there in a different way. So I did my hypnotherapy session. And as part of that, 
the person doing the session, they also record you a very specific personalized meditation and you, they will give you instructions, but I think it was like you listen to it every day for 30 days when you're going to sleep. And that just sort of helps continue to pluck those thoughts or those behavior patterns out of your subconscious and clear that out. So whatever decisions you make are coming from a pure place and not from any of this junk that you've accumulated over your lifetime. Now, some exercises I did early on um, that I still do and I find incredibly helpful are what Esther and Jerry Hicks calls a rampage of appreciation. And I would sit down with just, I just had a Word document. I found a really nice font that I liked and I would open it up before I worked and just spend, you know, five to sometimes 15 minutes because I'd get really on a roll of time, just really appreciating whatever was on my mind. And it's amazing when you have some practice with this, how you can get really good at Because at first it's like, I like my house. It's really great. I like my paint color on my wall. I like my shoes. And after you do it for a while, you can get so deep into one specific thing. Like I could find one thing on my desk and just do a whole rampage of appreciation about how much I loved that thing or a specific person or whatever. And I think such a pure form of energy is just living in that appreciation And from there, then I would make decisions about what to work on, what to do next. And I found that practice really transformational, both in my perspective and just in being open to what was coming in for me. There's also some really fun things to do. There's lots of books around this, but again, I find that Esther and Jerry Hicks, they have an audiobook, and I don't believe this is written down anywhere, but it's called The Processes. And it talks about different levels of feeling and ones that our minds would lim- or would label more negative to ones that would be more positive, but there's slight difference in between. And so it's saying like, if you're at a deepest, darkest depression, and let's say that's a level two, what you're not going to do is jump to a 15. You're going to move to a level three and sometimes feeling better in that level three is going to be very subtle. So I like referencing that book and especially when I'm not, I'm feeling one of those, what I would call like more negative mind states. It gives you ideas on how to move up through that spectrum and get out of those without just because if somebody, have you ever noticed like if you're in a really grumpy mood and somebody's in an amazing mood, like they're annoying to you, (laughs) that's because you can't get there that quick usually from where you're at. So it's going to take a few other things in between. Now, I talked about this a little bit last year, but one thing that one training that I took last year was inner voice facilitator training. And that was through Bella Lively. I've talked to her about her throughout the year because she's had some amazing free sessions. And I think those are still going to be accessible and continue. They're like free classes that different people have offered throughout the year that you'll still be able to access and gain that information from. But what I really liked about inner voice facilitator training is two things. It focused me on that practice of tuning in again and again and again to where I was being guided. And also as part of that, she calls this releasing beanbags. But basically, have you ever had a really strong reaction to something that seems out of proportion to the event? 
right? Something that can happen that's pretty neutral, but you have a very strong emotional reaction to it. That could indicate, and Eckhart Tolle talks about this in The Power of Now, I think he calls it the emotional pain body. They talk about this in the book, The Body Keeps the Score. And then through these inner voice sessions, it's, I'm going to refer to it as beanbags. These are just sort of that trapped or stuck, stagnant energy that once you release it, you just have more power over your own mind and what you're choosing. You're not, it's not like somebody is poking a fresh wound and being able to get this reaction out of you. You're able to release these things. And I find this work to be very powerful. So I became certified in this inner voice facilitator training. So I could do these deep inner voice sessions. Really, I just did it to work with my clients. I wasn't planning on having a whole practice full of these types of sessions. But when somebody's stuck, or they're overwhelmed and they don't know what choices to make next, I found that these sessions are incredibly powerful. So I wanted to be able to offer them. And as part of the process, I've also experienced a bunch of these sessions. And I won't go too in depth, but what I would say is there are things that, again, that in my mind, it was like, I just could not force myself to do. Um, For example, around exercise, it felt impossible honestly, to find and stick to any type of regular movement routine. It's just been a struggle for many years. And after going through inner voice sessions and releasing a bunch of my own beanbags, all I can say is it just feels like now exercise happens in a very natural and organic way. I don't have to struggle I don't have to effort. I really don't even have to think about it. It just has become part of my life. And I never could have imagined this because as you know, we can really beat ourselves up over anything and not understanding why we can't get ourselves to do what in our mind we want to do can be very frustrating. Now, there is a whole facilitator page and I can link this for people that do inner voice sessions If you're interested, I can send you the name of the lady who I know and love who does mine. But then there's also these, I think they're like 44 minute, they call them beanbag sessions. And they really teach you how to identify and find these little pockets of, you know, trapped emotion and release them. And you can continue on to either work with somebody or do them completely on your own. And I found this to be very, very transformational and super powerful. Now, if you like books, especially if, listen, if you listen to this and you think this is like a bunch of total crap, like I applaud you because your mind is open enough to be able to say like, I don't agree necessarily, or I don't know if I agree, but this is interesting to me. I, if you think about quantum physics, right, and you're interested in the science behind law of attraction or why this works, I read a book called Storm in a Teacup. And from a quantum physics list, and by the way, I don't, I am not a science person, but I really enjoyed this book because it's told from the perspective of stories. So it breaks down basically law of attraction and everything we're talking about, but from a more scientific quantum physics perspective. And I find that it can help open your mind to the possibilities, especially if it's not quite there yet on board. Not that it has to be to do any of these things because you can get results whether or not your mind is telling you whatever. But I like that book specifically for that reason. And if you like to know more of the how behind why things work. Now, as I've said, any book by Esther and Jerry Hicks is very 
very good. They're big. They're like thousand plus pages. I recommend getting them on audiobook. I find that that's the best way for me to listen. And I would say it's one of those things that you'll listen to over and over. It's not just like a one-time read for most people. Again, The Body Keeps the Score is a great book. The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle is one that I probably read 15 or more years ago and I hated it. I, I liked nothing about it. I didn't get it. It felt way over my head at the time and I picked it up within the last couple of years and I really appreciate for what it is now, but it took a while. So if you pick up that book and it's not for you, you know, maybe it'll come back in later. Also, one of the best books I recommend about any of this is The Surrender Experiment. I've talked about it here on the podcast before, but this is a real life autobiographical story of someone who just said like, I'm going to follow this no matter where it takes. And there were so many times where I just laugh out loud at what was happening in the journey that he was being guided on because it's never anything that his mind would have picked, but ultimately it led him into owning this multi-million dollar company that in his goal, in his mind, he just wanted to have a little piece of property out in the woods and meditate every day. But it goes through like how he, against his will, got his doctorate, uh, started businesses. It's just, it's such an entertaining and enlightening read. I can't recommend it enough. Now, one book I find very comforting and I wouldn't recommend to everybody, but There is a hypnotherapist who works with people specifically doing past life regressions, and it's ultimately become his body of work where he talks to people like beyond what happens outside of their body, beyond even sometimes the past lives. And I listened to this book on audiobook, and I just, it felt like to me, I was hearing things that I was just remembering, not like I'd heard it for the first time, if that makes sense. There's a couple of them, but the books are called The Destiny of Souls. And if you have anything going on in your life with specific people or relationships, or you just want some some comfort, or you're interested in, you know, what people under hypnosis as a large, large thousand plus person groups have independently said about what this is, then I think it could be a good book for you to pick up. Now, this feels like I could do a whole like massive series about this, but I'm going to end this now. I know there's a lot of links and information in here. It's something that if you guys are interested, reach out and let me know because I'm absolutely willing to continue this conversation in any way you want, whether that's just privately through DMs or here more publicly on the podcast. But I hope this information found the right person But all I could do is put out information that feels aligned to me and hope that it hits the heart of the right person out there. So if you're listening to this and this helped you, then it's hit my my goal for this episode. Sending you lots of love and see you on the next one. Hi, it's Julie again, just popping in with a quick thank you. I am blown away that after doing this podcast for more than a year now, that people still tune in, listen, download, message me about the episodes. It fills my heart up so much and I'm so grateful for you guys. Even if you're just a listener 
and I have never heard from you. We've never spoken. Just know that I think of you guys so much when I create these episodes and I send them to you with so much love. With that being said, one of the best ways you could support the podcast is to leave a review. If you haven't already, I think there's a link in my Instagram bio. You can click through to there, but it helps so much in getting this podcast out to other people's ears. And also it helps in some degree to get the guests that we all want to hear from and learn from. I also wanted to let you know that as a thank you to you guys, I've created a code with the word summer in all uppercase letters. So S-U-M-M-E-R for the no sweat SOPs. This is one of those things that I believe that everybody needs and they're already really affordable at $37, but I wanted to make them $27 for you guys for the time being. So if you have some extra space in your summer, if you have big plans in your business, you want to grow, you want to do some really cool things, you really need to start with some SOPs. Sending you so much sunshine, pool time, deck time, and absolute joy for your summer. See you in the next episode.